my crafty friends and welcome to ACB Crafters, where we learn and teach each other in order to make crafting accessible to the blind and visually impaired. We hope you enjoy this episode. I think. Um, so today we're going to, um, Haley's going to be hosting and she's going to teach us how to make um, a couple different thank you cards which I think is great for everything that's going on in the world right now. Um, we're going to ask everyone to please stay muted unless you have a question. Then go ahead and unmute yourself. Um, say your name. Wait for Haley to address you. And then ask your question. Um, if your question has been answered by someone or asked and answered, please um, refrain from re asking it unless you need further clarification just because we want to make sure we can get through um the card making and everything with everybody so enjoy and i'm gonna hand you over to haley thank you haley for being here by the way yeah thank you thank you everyone for spending some of your sunday with me and thank you if you were able to refrain from opening your package and pulling everything out um, as instructed it was i wasn't trying to be a bossy teacher i just didn't want any pieces to get lost because it would impact how you were able to do your card so um so let's just go over what was in the package um we can sort of open it together if you have any so there should have been um, the big paper envelope that you got. Inside of that, you should have found a Ziploc bag. So if you haven't opened it at all, go ahead and open that envelope and inside of it, you'll find a Ziploc bag. Um, inside of that Ziploc bag, you're gonna find two envelopes, which you can take out and kind of sit to the side, but don't, don't dig inside the envelopes yet. And then in, remaining in your bag, you'll find um, four other little items. So you should find um, a flat, smooth um, shape of a flower that's left in your bag. You should find a flower that's a different shape flower, but it's textured. You should find a little circle, which is actually a black felt sticky back circle. And then another little thing in there that's sort of dimensional and it might feel like it's on a piece of really thin plastic. And that is actually a ladybug. So um, just keep those handy because I'm gonna give you some options for your cards, but, um, but we'll do one card at a time. So if everyone is good, um, what you will need, the first thing you'll need is your glue. So whether you chose um, like a stick glue or whether you chose um, double-sided sticky tape, you just need to have that and the first card that we'll do is the card, if you'll notice, on one of your cards, there's a um, post-it note stuck on it on one of the envelopes, and one of them does not have the post-it note. So that was just so I could keep them separate for you guys. So the one that we're gonna start with is the one that does not have the post-it note on it. So you can go ahead and open up that envelope and tip the contents out of it. And if you want to count, there should be eight pieces to that card. And we'll go over what those pieces are in just a second. So if you need me to slow down or you're not clear on what I'm saying, you know, please unmute yourself and let me know and we can stop. So, <clears throat> and just wait for you, no, not a problem. We have plenty of time to get it done. So 
Um, the first thing I wanted to say, I'm hoping that everyone got their card kits. They had about 10 days to get to most people. So um, hopefully everyone got them. If you did not get a card kit and you would like one after you listen to the class today, I think I have three or four kits left. So you can just get in touch with me <clears throat> um, either by the email or you know, however, um, Facebook or blindessentials at gmail.com um, if you're interested in getting one of the kits. So I thought what I would do before we get stuck in on the card is talk about how the different ways that you can actually start with the base of your card. So many craft stores like Michael's or Joanne's um, Hobby Lobby, you can buy um, cards and envelopes that are already pre-cut for you. And you can get them that are just plain white or cream. And you can also get them in, sometimes it's like a pack of pastel colors or, but most craft stores you can already, um, you can get them that are already cut for you, cut and scored. So you just have to fold them in half for your card. Um, but most of the time for my cards, I make my card base up myself because I want the card base to match all of the components that are in the card as well. And how I go about doing that is I actually buy majority of my products from Stampin' Up! If any of you are familiar with Stampin' Up! I don't sell it, but that's where I buy it. Um, and the reason I like to do that is because if I buy a real red card stock, which is what your, your second card will be made out of, and I want to put, I want to stamp something on there, so I want red ink, or I want to put um, a ribbon on there, or I want to put some kind of embellishment on there, if I buy it from Stampin' Up, Real Red is going to be the same across the board. So that way I know that I'm not putting on like an orange red and I'm not matching it up with a burgundy type red, right? That my Real Red is going to be the same across whether it's a ribbon or my cardstock. And I really like that. And, and that's how I organize things sort of down in my scrapbook room. I have paper racks and I have my Real Red cardstock in there and all the stuff that goes with it in Real Red. Um, Haley, that same. Yes. Could you spell the name of the place that you're saying you buy from? <clears throat> sure. Um, I think it's um, I think it's S T A M P as in Paul I N. I'm not sure if it's stamping or stampin, and then U P stamping up. So I think it's I N G maybe stamping up. Yeah, it's. Um, is it? Okay. Yeah. So that's where I buy my stuff from, first of all. Second of all, to cut my cards, um, usually um, if I'm doing cards, if I'm doing scrapbooking, then I usually buy like 12 by 12 pieces of cardstock. But if I'm doing cards, I'll buy the packs of cardstock in the eight and a half by 11 size. Because if I cut that perfectly in half, um, then that will give me the exact size that I need for um, my card base and I just marked it on my cutter. So, because for the most part, all I'm cutting on my cutter is my card bases. So I just have that marked so that I can just line up my card stock and, um, and cut that. And if anyone wants to know more about that, you know, we can definitely get in touch with me outside of this or at the end of the call if we have time. Okay, so let's, let's start building our card. So the first card we're gonna do is the Bumblebee card. And it, it was the card that was in the envelope without a post-it note on it. And it should, like I said, it should have eight pieces inside of it. So the first thing you're gonna find in your envelope is your card base, which again, like I said, is black. 
And that's going to be a piece of cardstock. I think they were already folded in your, um, in your packets. If you feel to the back of the card, if your card, if you're holding your card horizontally, if you feel on the back of the card, you'll feel the word thank you. And I hope it's okay with everyone, but I did do it in grade one because if you're a grade two reader, you, you can read grade one, but if you're a grade one reader, then you can't read grade two. So if that's really just revolting to people, we can talk about changing that for the next time. Um, but for now, that's how I chose to do it. So this card is gonna be a, hor um, a horizontal card. And so what I want you to do is I want you to go ahead and um, place your card on the flat surface in front of you so that the braille thank you is what's on the flat surface. So it's not, it's not facing you. The, the card that's, the part that's facing you is just going to be blank. It's gonna be your blank black card. Okay, hopefully that everyone understands what I'm saying. So I didn't, I didn't put the braille on so that it would be on the inside of the card. And where I stamped it on the front, it was too small to, to um, braille it. So I just went ahead and put it on the back of the card so that if you're giving the card, you can just, you know, you'll know, um, you know, what that saying is on the front of it to help you. Okay, so then the next thing I want you guys to look for is there's gonna be two pieces of cardstock that are similar in size and they're just a little bit smaller than the front of that card. One of them is going to have notches cut out of all four corners. And one of them is going to have pointed corners. Just, it was cut flat, you know, straight. So hopefully that makes sense. If it doesn't, please let me know. The one with the notches, you're going to just put to the side for now. We don't need that right now to decorate the front of our card. Okay. So the one you have left is going to be the one that's a little bit that's a little bit smaller than the base of your card. If you go ahead and set it on the front of your card, you'll see that it's just a quarter of an inch, maybe all the way around that piece of cardstock. Um, the cardstock is white and it's stamped with um, like little black circles all over it. And there's two different ways that I like to do that. I either buy um, a small stamp that I can just re-ink every time I need to stamp it on the card. So I will like stamp the stamp into the ink pad and then onto my cardstock, back into the ink pad, onto my cardstock. And I just sort of do that randomly all over. Or sometimes I have stamps that are um, an entire background. So I can just, um, what I usually tend to do is put the stamp so that the rubber part is facing up. And then I lay the, and I, you know, I've inked it and I lay the piece of cardstock on top of it, cover it with a paper towel and just sort of rub over it to help um, to get that stamp image all over the front of my card. So this one is, like I said, white with stamped little black circles sort of all over it. So we can do this in two different ways. For those of you who did not or were not able to get glue or sticky tape, don't worry because the only part really on this card that is gonna need the glue or the sticky tape is that piece of cardstock that we just talked about. Everything else in your envelope either has puffy um, dimensional tape on the back of it, or it's already been run through my sticker maker for you. So I think what we'll do is we'll go ahead and attach that piece of cardstock to the card. So how are you gonna know the front and the back, right? <laughs> I had to really think about this, you guys, because I've taught card classes to kids and I've taught lots of card classes to sighted people, 
but um, my confession is I've never taught a class to a bunch of my blind friends. So um, on that piece of cardstock, on the back of it, there's a post-it note. Please, Lord Jesus, tell me nobody's fell off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, so on the back, you should find a post-it note. So what you're going to want to do is if you're using double-sided sticky tape, I just usually put a piece of that in, four, in the four corners. So you can go ahead and do that. And if you're using a stick glue or some other kind of glue, you may want to have like a, a paper towel or something, you know, underneath just so you're not getting glue all over your surface. Um, and just go ahead and glue the entire back where that post-it note is. If that's not clear and you have any questions, you know, please unmute and make sure that we're all on the same page. Haley? Yes. It's Kathy. Um, yes. The, just, to, just to repeat, the, um, the Braille thank you is supposed to be down on the surface, right? Not facing yes. off. It's, it's, yes. Okay, so that's the, would that be the back of the card? That's going to be the back of the card. So if you, yeah. So what you're going to want is you're going to want the seam of the card, I mean, the fold of the card is going to be at 12 o'clock and it's going to mm -hmm. open up, up at the bottom. Yep. And you want the Braille touching the table. And then the, okay. the part that's facing you is going to be completely blank. Okay. And then you're going to glue the side of that white cardstock, the one that has the pointed corners, not mm -hmm. the notched out corners. You're going to want to glue the side that has the post-it note on it. To the card, to the part of yeah. the card that's facing the ceiling. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. And so there's several different ways as you guys are gluing. Excuse me, Haley. Yeah. This is Mary Alice. Uh -huh. My black card does not have any Braille on it at all. Really? Okay, then it won't, yes. it won't matter. And I can, always, I can always send you something if you need a, huh, my mom and I went through these like over and over like, to make hey. sure that everything. Hey, yeah, so, I'm, I've been Haley, all over and I have no Braille on my card at all. Is it possible <laughs> that you opened oh. the other envelope? No, because both of them would have Braille on them. And the veil, oh, my, Braille, my for, other one doesn't. For anyone who may not find it, it's really at the very tippity, tippity, tippity edge. It's not like in the middle or away from the margin. Right it's at, really close yeah, it's to right the at the bottom of it. So it's okay, not. Let me it's jump not in. Haley, you have, Haley, you have a hand up. Yes. Uh, uh, Peggy Carpenter. Yes, Peggy. Hi, hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, I just wanted to make sure we're we're gonna uh, glue this uh, tape it to the front of the card, right? Not in yeah. the inside. Nope, not to the inside. Okay, to it's gonna be the okay. Great, thank you. Yeah, Mary. So if you don't have Braille on your card, I mean, it's not gonna matter as far as like you know decorating the front of your card. That's not gonna matter. So you can go ahead if you don't have Braille on your card. I first of all, I apologize for that because I was really good about going through all of them. Um, but you can just go ahead then and decorate whichever side, you know, you want to. But just make sure that your card is, um, is horizontal so that, the, so that the fold is at the top and the opening is at the bottom. All right. So how do I line this up, maybe you say to yourself? I mean, I've been making cards for a very long time. So it's probably easier for me than someone who this is the first time their fingers have touched cardstock, right? So I just, you know, you can sort of just don't push it down, just don't flatten it down with your hand to really solidify it until you sort of feel like you have it lined up pretty good. I mean, I sort of 
I do have to lift mine up a couple times here and there to make sure it's lined up right. But if you're worried that it's not going to look right, if you're a perfectionist and you're worried that you're not going to get that quarter inch all the way around, you know, worst case scenario, which isn't really bad at all, you could just line it up with either the top or the bottom of the card if that feels better to you. It just means that you'll have a little bit bigger border at the top or the bottom, just, just depending on however you. And that's the beautiful thing about card making is 10 people could make the same card and they're all gonna look slightly different because you know we just, we're just that way. <laughs> so um, if you're comfortable with the quarter inch border around the edge, that's how I usually do it. But if you want to line it up with either the top or the bottom, just so that you're sure that you're getting it straight, that's fine too. Okay. Does that make sense to everyone? I don't hear any questions about actually putting the card together. Just I'm hoping we're all on the same page. Okay. And like I said, if I need to slow down or whatever, let me know. Okay. So the next thing that we're going to attach is in that same card kit, you'll find what feels like, um, so most of the pieces in that card are going to feel like the cardstock that you just placed onto your card. There's one thing in there that's not going to feel like that. And it feels like um, a piece of paper on the back and a piece of like saran wrappy type feeling on the top of it. That was actually run through my sticker maker. What you're, this is where, this is the hardest part of the whole, whole card, okay? So what you're gonna wanna do is you're gonna wanna peel apart those two layers. In between there, there's a shiny gold honeycomb shape that's been cut out for you. And so you're gonna wanna separate those two layers carefully, very carefully. And in between the two, you should feel something that feels sort of like a cutout design on honeycomb that's um, kind of, I don't know, like I said, it's just kind of holes. It feels lacy-like. And because it was run through that sticker maker, which is a Xyron sticker maker, um, it works really well when you have little thin pieces like this because it's hard to get glue on the back of them. Um, so once you peel those apart, you're gonna want, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but preferably your honeycomb design is going to be left on that thicker piece of sort of paper, not the cellophane type part of it. Does that make sense? Is everyone doing okay with sort of pulling that apart? I want to ask, ask a question if I can. Yes. When you use the Xyron stuff, uh, do you have any problems like when, because it's supposed to like leave glue off. Do you ever have any problem with there being still glue on it when you put it on the card? Yeah, sometimes so, I have issues with that and I don't know right. how to deal with that. So what I usually do is once I run it through and I tear it off on that perforated edge, I usually sort of run my hand over the top of it to get as much of that sticker off as I can, you know? And mm -hmm. then when I separate those two layers and I peel it off, you know, a lot of times if you get a little bit of glue, it's not like sticky glue, right? Like a, a stick glue might sometimes leave um, like a fingerprint or that kind of image on a card mm -hmm. that you can see. Mm -hmm. But this kind of glue, once you put your piece down, you can sort of rub your hand over the top of it and it sort of um, balls up like a, like a booger for lack of, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> right? It just sort of rolls yeah. up and you can just like wipe it off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I heard some, yeah. Uh, on a class that I was on one time, they said to, that if you run into this, to run it through your, your die cutting machine once and it will take it off, it'll flatten it and take it oh. off. But I'm like, I don't, 
necessarily want to do that all the time. So yeah. I just thought I'd ask if you had come up with a good idea. Yeah, with I just usually rub it off with my hand and it sort of just balls up and then I just, you know, can brush it off. So, all right, my friends. So if you, yeah. Do you have any hints for those of us who don't have nails who are having trouble getting it apart? I feel like I'm with my students who used to not be able to get the backing off the Dymo tape, but I'm having a time. If you just get really close to the edge and sort of like, um, like rub your finger over it, hopefully it'll sort of like crease that top layer, you know, sort of like bunch it up and if, just don't do it too hard because you don't want to mess up the honeycomb underneath. Let me pull, because um, I have an unmade card kit here and then I have a, a made up card kit here. Let me pull my piece out to see if I can give you any better um, suggestions. Bear with me. Hmm. Are you getting it or not? You have to kind of just feel for the ends, yeah. the, especially in the corners. That's usually I thought it would be the easiest thing to do rather than asking you guys, yeah. you know, to sort of glue it. Um, I have that trouble sometimes too, but if you just yeah. try to big, feel around the edges, especially the corners, that's usually where it's torn off. Sometimes that'll help it. Yeah, I'm doing the corners. If worse comes to worse, I'll get out of stylus. There you go. I hope everyone has this sticky piece because I'm looking in my kit here and I do. So, um, but actually when I was playing around with my cards last night, I'd already peeled mine off. Haley. So, um, yeah. Do you do you want us to take both um, pieces off or just the cellophane part? I mean, do you want do do yeah, we don't, take? Don't pull the honeycomb part off the backing yet. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess we could we could for those that can move on. Got and then, it. You got it. Woohoo! All right. Because I mean, I wish I could just walk through your door and help you, but that's just not possible. And I don't like I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> so, okay. So if everyone has theirs peeled off, the next thing you're going to want to do is I have this honeycomb and like I said, it's a shiny gold and I have it placed in the sort of the top towards the top left corner of my card. So how I figured out for you guys where to place it is you're going to want to place it so that you have about a finger's width at the top of the card and a finger's width to the left of the card. And within that space there is where you're going to want to put that honeycomb. And again, there's no real wrong way to do it, right? It's just going to be so that everything fits on your card. So if you're sort of in that top left quadrant of your card with a finger space at the top and a finger space at the left of your card, that's where you want to stick that honeycomb piece down. But we leave it attached to part of the paper. No, you can peel. Yeah, you know, peel it off that paper now because it's going to be sticky on the back. Just be careful pulling it off because it's kind of you know flimsy. But go ahead and pull it off that off that piece of plastic so that the back of it should be sticky. And if it's not sticky all the way around, don't stress about that because we're going to place the the um, beehive on top of it to some degree so it will all hold it down. Does that make sense for everyone? Does everyone get in that honeycomb attached to the base of their card? 
It's Jeanette. While they're yes. doing that, since I'm listening, yes. are you placing it on the front of the card or on the inside flap? We're placing it on the front of the card. On so the we front. put right. on top of the card stock. On top of the card stock that with the pointed edges that we already put on. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. So now we're just building the design onto the front of the card. Okay. And I have a question. This is Verlan. Yeah. Should the top of the honeycomb be slick or does that piece come off the top? Yes, this, the top part of it that you're want facing you is mm -hmm. the shiny slick part. The back of it should be sticky. Once you peel it off okay, your- underneath, underneath the slick part, you can kind of feel the pattern of part the Part against the paper or away from the paper? Um, the, the slick shiny part is going to be, so you should have peeled it off of your backing so that the back of it is sticky. Mm -hmm. And then once you have it in your hand and peeled off, that is just going to be the honeycomb itself. The back of it will be sticky. The front of it will be kind of a slick feel because it's shiny metallic gold. And you're going to want to stick it so that the sticky part is in that top left corner of your card. Does so both, both sides of mine feel sticky. Was oh, the sticky so part what, against the paper yeah, or so against the cellophane? You're peeling it off this. Yeah, the part that's on the actual... Um, paper portion is the part you're going to want to stick onto your card. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, it's so if it does, once you stick it on your card, if it still feels a little sticky, just gently brush your hand over the top of it and sort of roll up that glue and then brush it off your card. That's what you, Donna, I think was, was that you, Donna, that was asking mm -hmm. that sometimes when you run it through your sticker maker, um, which is a really great tool to have, I use mine all the time, but yeah, sometimes because both sides are sort of sticky until you really press that down and then peel it off. Sometimes it does leave a little glue residue um, on, the, on the top of the image that's facing you. So if yours does feel a little sticky Berlin on both sides, just go ahead and stick it down and then gently take your hand and rub over that honeycomb to ball up any of that extra glue that you might have on your card and then just sort of brush it off. And as your card, the longer your card sits, it'll get sort of, it'll dry out and then it'll brush off even easier. Mm -hmm. So I hope that makes sense. Sorry, Verlin. You gotta learn to speak Haley or I gotta learn to speak Verlin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got it now. I realize that it's supposed to be a little slick because it's shiny. Okay. okay. All right. So the next part that we're gonna attach is your beehive. And your beehive has been stamped in yellow. Um, so your beehive will feel like a half oval that's flat on one side and it will have like a little groove in the bottom on that flat side. Do you feel that? Like a little cutout on that flat edge. Does everyone at least feel that? Don't worry about what's, you know, how to place it yet. But I just want to make sure that your, your beehive is actually looking like a beehive once it gets onto your card. So it's a half oval with one flat side, that flat side is the bottom. It's gonna face the open part of your card or face like it's gonna be what's closest to you. And the rounded part is gonna be what's furthest away from you. Okay, on the back of it, there's going to be puff tape that's already been applied to help make things a little bit more dimensional. So you can go ahead and peel off. Here we go with peeling again, girls. Jeannie, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is the beehive the biggest piece? Yes, it is. 
Yeah, the other two little, there's two other small pieces. Those are both bumblebees, and then there's an oval piece, and that's what you're saying is on. So that big piece that feels like a half oval that's flat across one edge, straight across one edge, that's your beehive. Does that make sense? Hopefully. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to peel off so that puff tape, um, you know, you can buy dots, dimensionals that are already sort of on a sheet, but I just buy the stuff that's in the roll um, at the grocery store and I cut it myself into like little pieces to put on the back. So you're going to want to peel off. There's a backing on, on um, those sticky pieces on the back. You're going to want to peel it off so you can feel that it's sticky. And once you do that, then we'll adhere it to the card. Okay, so I'm assuming everyone's maybe peeling off their adhesive sticky strips. And where I placed mine was um, if you, because you definitely want to see some of your honeycomb, right? So it's going to go over the top of your honeycomb to some degree, but around the top and around the left side, you're going to still want to see some of your honeycomb. So mine is placed, mine is placed so that it's about a finger width from the bottom of the card. And maybe, I don't know, maybe an inch and a half from the left side of the card. So you're just gonna place it so that it's covering over your honeycomb just to help hold that honeycomb down, but you still wanna see some of that honeycomb. So a finger width from the bottom of the card and about an inch and a half or so from the left side so that your honeycomb still shows. With that flat, um, that flat piece and that little notch is gonna be the bottom of it. Does that make sense to everyone? Maybe I should use more clock. <laughs> if it would help, if it would be helpful for me to use the clock, um, let me know and I can sort of do it, try to do it more that way. But your little notch is gonna be down at six o'clock and the oval part of your um, beehive is gonna be at 12 o'clock. And like I said, you just wanna put it over the honeycomb just a little bit. Um, not too much because you definitely want to, you don't want to cover up that entire honeycomb. All right. So now the majority of the left side of your card is sort of covered with your, your beehive and your honeycomb with a little space all the way around the edge. All right. The next thing that we're going to look for from our kit is, um, so there's three pieces you should have left. There's an oval that feels like it's got a smaller oval on top of it. Just set that to the side for right now. And then there's a little tiny bumblebee and a larger bumblebee. We're gonna pick the larger bumblebee. And I'm gonna get mine out of my unmade kit so that I can give you guys a better idea of like what you're feeling for and how to um, know which way it goes up. Okay, so it's, so what makes this hard for me and I don't, it's nobody's fault, it's just me, <laughs> is that, um, you know, I've seen what bumblebees look like, or I've seen what a honeycomb looks like. And so I have to be sort of aware and conscious and respectful to the fact that not everyone has, has seen that. But if you're holding the bee in your hand so that the puff tape is on the back and the flat side is facing you, because that little puffy thing again is what we're gonna use to stick it to our card. You're gonna peel it off like you just did for the beehive. Um, if you feel to the, the top, should feel wider than the bottom. So those two top areas that are wide, those are the wings of the bee. 
And in the center between those, you should feel like little thin, like swirls. And those are the bee's antennas. So does that make sense to everyone? So it's gonna be wider at the top than it is at the bottom. If you feel your finger or rub your thumb across the bottom, you're gonna feel like three, three bumps. So I just wanna make sure everyone's got their bee. I mean, bees fly all sorts of ways, so it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but I'm just telling you how I chose to do mine. So the antennas at the top, you should feel are right in the center. The wing is on the left and the right on either side of that, those antennas. And then at the bottom as the, at the bottom of the bumblebee, there's three bumps. And that's sort of like the body and like the little legs, so to speak, of the bumblebee. So you can go ahead if you're feeling comfortable with understanding what's the top and the bottom. The bee is also, it's been stamped. Um, and we can talk about at the end if we have time like to stamp and, and figure out all that stuff for questions that people might have. But it's been stamped in yellow um, and stamped in black rather and then um, colored in in yellow. You don't have to color yours in, <laughs> but you could just stamp it on yellow in black if you wanted. Okay, so you're gonna take your bumblebee, this is the, the mama bee, and you're gonna put it on your card so that, um, I have mine so that that left, the corner of that left wing is right near that little notch cut out on the bottom of your beehive. Again, about an inch from the bottom of your card. And I sort of angled mine so it was flying towards like 11 o'clock, if that makes sense. So we're just going to peel off. Yes? This is Courtney. I have a question. Uh, the three bumps, did, did you say that was the legs or the, the bottom of the... The three bumps is the bottom, right? yeah. Okay. Yep, those All three right. little Thank bumps you. along the bottom is the, is the bottom. And then the top, you should feel, Courtney, like little... They feel thin like little swirls and that's the antennas of it. Yeah. Okay. I was feeling of the wrong bee. That's why I was couldn't figure it out. Okay. Thank you. Yep. So it's the bigger one. So like I said, you're going to put it so it's just sort of on the edge of that beehive so that that left wing is pretty close to that little notch opening of the beehive. And then you, I have mine angled so it's like flying towards 11 o'clock. You can put yours on there however you want just so that your bee is, you know, puffed up and, and your puff tape's already on there, so that shouldn't be a problem. Okay, so we have two more little things to attach here. So the last thing that we're gonna, or the next thing that we're gonna attach is the oval. So it should feel like a larger oval and then a smaller oval inside of it. And that is actually where I um, stamped your saying and um, just so you guys know, this is um, our first class, right? So I'm super, um, I'm open to feedback afterwards. Hey, it wasn't tactile enough, it was too tactile. Hey, I want the saying right on where you stamped it, not the back of the card. So um, I'm open to all of that, but you know, seeing that it's the first class, I just sort of went with it and we'll go from there. So if you have your oval in your hand, if you feel the back of it, there's gonna be three pieces of the puff tape. Okay, at 12 o'clock, there's one that sort of sits by itself and then there's one at three o'clock and nine o'clock. The reason I did that is so that if you have the little piece that's at 12 o'clock at the top, when you place it down on your card, your saying is going to be up the, up the right way. So you can go ahead and peel off that sticky from those little puff tapes. 
And obviously that's gonna be the back of your saying so that you can stick it to your card. So if you have it in your hand and you're about to place it onto your card, you want that one little sticky puff thing at, at 12 o'clock so that your saying is up the right way. And I put mine in the right hand corner of my card. You're gonna to wanna to have it over far enough that you can put your little baby bumblebee on the corner of the saying. So you wanna be about um, a half an inch from the top of the card maybe, and then about a finger space from the right of the card is where you're gonna place that oval. And that oval says thank you on it, which is what's written on most of your cards on the back. Does anyone have questions about where to place the oval or how to tell if it's up the right way? Okay. All right, and then the last thing you should have in your card kit is your baby bumblebee. Let me get mine here so that I can be more descriptive in how you guys will tell what that is. Bear with me. I didn't want to dump mine out and then I'd be the one that loses the pieces. Okay, so that little baby bumblebee, um, hmm, let me think how I would describe that to you guys. Okay, so again, at the bottom, just like you felt on the big bumblebee, you felt those three bumps along the bottom. On this one, you're just gonna have two little bumps at the bottom. Does that make sense to everyone? So those are the, the, where you feel those two little bumps is the bottom of your bumblebee. And then you should feel two like chubby wings that are sort of, if you, oh, hold on. Actually, there's three bumps, I'm lying to you. There's the same three bumps at the bottom of the bumblebee. And then if you feel on either side of those three bumps, that's like the chubby wings of the bumblebee. And then the top is where you'll feel those two bumps. So you'll still have your puffy tape on the back of it. At the top, you'll feel two points. At the bottom, you'll feel three bumps. And then the two little extra things on either side are the bumblebee's wings. And then I went ahead and put mine onto um, the bottom right corner of your thank you saying. You just wanna barely have those two points. If you're gonna put it onto the saying, you barely wanna have those two points sort of on it because you don't want to cover up the words. And just be sure that when you stick it down that it's not um, extending past the edge of the card because that will make it hard to put into your envelope when all is said and done. And again, I sort of put mine on just so he was sort of flying to like 11 o'clock. Does that make sense? Is everyone with me on that? So just like I said, making sure that it's not, um, the wings aren't off the card because it will make it hard to go into your envelope. Okay, so you should have one piece of paper left for that card and it's going to be the piece of cardstock that has the cut out notched corners. And the reason that I did that is because this card is black so if you're a person who wants to write out a card, you know, using a 2020 pen or whatever, um, you know, obviously writing that out on a black card isn't going to show up. Or if you're a person who would like to run, um, run it through your Braille writer or your slate and stylus to write your card out, that last piece of cardstock is for you to put on the inside of your card. 
So if you want to, you can open your card up. So now you're, you're not on the side that has the braille, but you're on the opposite side from that, the inside of where you'd write out your card. You can go ahead and stick that in if you want to. There's no print on it. You would just go ahead and do that same like quarter inch border all the way around your card, or you can line it up with the top or bottom if that's what works best for you. Um, but if you don't want to stick it in today because you want to run it through your slate and stylus or your brailler, um, you can do that. Or you can just braille straight onto the black piece if you're brailing it, that would work fine too. So it's just whatever your preference is. I just wanted to give that to you as an option. All right. How's everyone doing? Great, you're doing a great job explaining everything. It's, it's hard, it's harder than I thought. You know, I looked at you <laughs> the origami and I thought, oh boy, oh boy, what did I? <laughs> you're, you're doing, doing great, well. you're doing really great. She so is. Every, so I think everyone I got should it. have their Bumblebee card assembled. And again, the colors on it are mostly black, white, yellow, and then that gold honeycomb. All right, and, and I'm open to feedback. Like I said, if there's things you'd like different or you'd like it more textured or, um, you know, we can do it differently if you guys decide you want to have another class. So, all right, so if you have that card done, you can go ahead and dump out the contents of your Ziploc bag and then put that finished card in your Ziploc bag just so it's kind of out the way. And then I want to talk a few minutes. How are we for time, Donna? Uh, you are... It's now 2.44. Holy cow, okay. Yeah. All right, it goes fast. Okay yes. guys, so in your bag, before we open up the contents of that second card real quick here, in your bag, you're going to find four things. You're gonna find that, la that ladybug that we talked about, the um, black felt circle, which is sticky on the back, the flower that's smooth, flat, not textured, and then the flower that is textured. And I wanted to give you guys some options because this next card feels very similar in the tactile feel of it from the last card we did. But if you wanted yours to be more textured, and here's the thing that I found, um, which is why I opted to do this first set of cards this way is everyone's card style is different. And sometimes when you stamp, um, it a lot of times it seems to have much more of like a elegant classy like feel to it versus sometimes when you just stick on, um, you know, like the ladybug that's already pre, you know, like something I bought at the store or like the textured flowers, it can feel more cartoony, which there's nothing wrong with that at all. It just depends on what your style is, whether you want your cards to be more sort of elegant and adult-like or whether you want them to be more fun and cartoony and, and neither one is fine. Um, and also I thought about texturizing the back of the cards, but it actually made it harder to feel like where to place things because you were feeling the texture on the back and then trying to figure out like sort of how to line it up. So, um, so I'm gonna give you guys some options. So we're gonna go through the card and then I'll give you your options. So pull out that second envelope. It's the one that has a post-it note sort of over the flap. And this is gonna be your ladybug card. And the base of this card is, um, is red. And this time your card is gonna open like a book. So it's gonna be a vertical card. And you should find 
unless you're one unlucky person. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You should feel that same braille that says thank you at the bottom of the back of the card. And who, and who was that who didn't have the braille? If you want the braille on yours, um, I mean, I can, I'd be happy to send you um, two new bases with the braille on it if you, you know, wanted to have the braille or if you're able to braille it yourself, um, you know, you could do that too, but I do apologize. Okay, so everyone should have, in this card, I think there's five pieces. Let me count one, two, three, four, five, six pieces. And then you should have a little bag of like sequins in there, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So again, you're gonna have the piece with the notches cut out is just for the inside of your card. So you can do that later on or whatever. Don't do that right now because we're gonna assemble the front of the card. But that same notched piece of white cardstock is for you to either um, braille on or make it so that you can actually see the writing on the red card by putting that inside. All right, so again, we're gonna take that other piece of cardstock that this one is is also white but it's stamped with um, like a paint splatter type um, pattern to it and like a, a light gray is what i stamped this one with and this one was again a small stamp that i just sort of re-inked and stamped onto my card sort of all over it over the edges and i just put it on a piece of paper towel underneath not to get it on my surface all right and so we're going to put your double-sided sticky tape or your glue, whatever you're using, on the side that has the post-it note on it again. That's the back of the design. And with your card vertical opening like a book, you're going to put on that piece of cardstock with that same quarter inch all the way around, if that's what you choose. Actually, you know what? You're not gonna have a quarter inch because the bottom of it's scalloped. Can you feel that, that there's a scalloped edge to that piece of cardstock? You're gonna want that to be um, at the bottom Flat edge will be on the left, on the top, and down the right side is where the flat edge is going to be. And that scalloped part is going to be at the bottom. So what's important here is that your saying is going to go underneath that scalloped part. So you wanna keep that flat edge at the top is only about a quarter of an inch if you can, so that we have room underneath to put the saying. I forgot that I'd scalloped it until I was feeling the card, sorry guys. Does that make sense to everyone? So you're going to have a flat edge on the left along the top and down the right side of the piece that you're putting on. And then along the short side at the bottom is the scallop. Okay, and you're gonna put it so that you have that quarter inch around the left, the right, and at the top. And then that will leave you about an inch or so at the bottom below that scalloped part portion. Nobody's saying anything. So I'm hoping that means that makes sense to everyone. Okay. Sometimes it takes a few minutes to line it up. So if I move on and you're not done, just let me know. Haley, this yes. is Berlin again. Um, yeah. I've got this piece of cardstock that has scalloping on each corner. Or yeah, so that's the piece that, so that where that notch is cut out on the corners, that's the inside of your card. So inside. that you can okay. write on it or braille. The other piece is for the front. Do you have that piece, Berlin? Yes. It feels like lacy at the bottom. Yes. Okay. So okay. that's the piece that's going to go on the front of your card, and you're going to glue the side that has the um, post-it note on it. Okay. Got it. Okay. 
All right. And then for this card, you only have three more pieces. But I want, this is where I wanted to give you guys options. So if you fill your pieces, the three, the three pieces are going to be a long um, rectangle, like just like our oval, but this one's like a long sort of rectangle with little like nodules at the ends. That's your saying that says thank you. It's, it's um, black and it's got white on top stamped thank you. So that's your saying. Your other piece is going to be your ladybug. And your other piece is going to be your flower. The flower is like, a, if you were looking at the side view of a flower, like say like a dahlia, if you know what a dahlia flower looks like, if you were looking at the side view, across the top, you'd feel like you, it's like bumpy, like scallopy. And then that long piece that you feel sticking down is your stem of your flower. And it's a, it's a big yellow flower. So those are the only three pieces that we have. And you know what's the back and the front because they all have the puff tape on. So that's helpful to, to make sure it's getting put on your card the right way. So what you can do here, and it's up to you, is you can either take that textured flower that was inside of your bag. You can take the flat flower that was inside of your bag, or you can use the flower that I already stamped that has that long stem hanging down and you can put that on your card. And one thing that I wanted to teach you guys since we have time for this is that flat circle, that, that flat flower that was in your Ziploc bag, it's got one, two, three, five, five petals. What you can do if you wanna make this texture, there's several things you can do, is you can run it through like an embossing folder, which is how I do things. And we can talk you know, more about that. Or in the olden days, before I got an embossing um, machine, what I would do is I would take um, a spray bottle with just water in it, and I would spritz this piece of this flower. I would just spritz it to just dampen it a little bit to make it more pliable. And then I would just wrinkle it up like I was throwing it in the trash. I would just wrinkle it all up. And then it's going to be damp. Right, you don't want to spray it too much because it'll make it, it'll tear too easily. But if you spray it just a little bit to make it a, a bit more pliable, you can wrinkle it up and then carefully and slowly um, open it back up so that it's back into the shape of a flower and then just set it aside and let it dry. And now you've like texturized your flower. So it looks really cool when you do it on like leaves and things like that too because it looks like veining in the leaves. So that's one way, and, and truthfully, like before, if I go somewhere and I didn't have a spray bottle, and I wouldn't do this now, and this is probably gross that I did it at all, but I would like just like lick it or lick my finger and wipe my finger over the cardstock to dampen the, um, the flower. So if you want, you can do that and try it and use that flower on your card. Um, once you've texturized it, if that's the one you're gonna use, you're gonna wanna peel the back off that circle um, black piece of felt and stick it in the center of your flower. Whether you're using the flat flower that we just talked about or whether you're using the flower that's textured, if you want to use that flower on your card, either of those two, you're going to want to peel off um, the back of that piece of felt and stick it into the center for the center of your flower. So feel free to do that. It's going to have more of a, a cartoony, um, less um, it'll be dimensional for sure, right? Because you'd have the texture of the flower, plus it's got puff tape on it, 
plus it has the felt um, circle, but it's gonna be more cartoony. It's not gonna be as graphic, I guess is the word I'm looking for. So it's up to you, okay? Or you can use the flower that I put as part of the envelope card kit, and that's what I used on mine. So what you're gonna wanna do is peel off the back of the puffy tapes on the flower that I gave to you that has the stem hanging down. And then you're gonna want to pretty much um, about a finger space from the left and about a finger space from the top of the card, you're gonna want to place that flower so that that stem is just sort of straight down pointing towards six o'clock. And that, and it has, the stem has a little angle to it. If you feel that, like it, the, the flower sort of curves to the left. So it's gonna sort of angle it on your card really nicely. If you just put it so that that stem sort of shoots down towards those scallops at about six o'clock. The main thing again, is that you don't go over the edge of your card because that's gonna make it hard to fit into your envelope. So just stay within the parameters of that, that card that you just, that, um, base that you just put on. So it'll sort of be angling from like um, eight o'clock to sort of one o'clock-ish. It'll just give it that slight little angle on your card, but the stem will be straight up and down. Does that make sense to everyone? Okay. The next thing that we're going to put on the card is you're going to peel the backing off of that elongated oval, uh, rectangle with the little bumps on the left and right. You're going to peel, peel the backing off of that. Again, you should, have, um, you should have a piece of that puff tape that's at the top of that saying on the back so that you know that that's going to place your thank you saying um, up the right way. Does that make sense? So there should be three pieces of puff tape on that thank you saying. And that one that's in the middle where it's like up at 12 o'clock, if you turn it over and place it onto your card so that's up at 12 o'clock, it's gonna make, it's gonna ensure you that your saying is up the right way. And you're just gonna, as best as you can, you're just gonna center that underneath that scalloped edge and center it between the left and the right of the card. Okay, nobody's talking, so hoping that means no questions. But feel free if you do have a question. I'm not saying I'm opposed to them, I'm just, okay. So the only thing we have left to put onto the card, and, and if you chose to put one of the other flowers on, you know, just go ahead and put it in that same um, area that we put, um, the one that I cut out. All right, so the only thing we have left is our ladybug. And again, you could just, if you were gonna stamp this, and I can tell you how I, how I choose to stamp, but if you were gonna stamp this, you could stamp it onto a red cardstock and stamp it in black so that you were getting that black and white, um, I mean that black and red coloring in your ladybug. And the way I choose to do it is I actually run the die through my die cut machine first, and then I lay that die on top of the stamp. And that's, um, and like I said, I've been doing it for a long time. It's not something that's easy when you're starting out. But so in order to find the right way for the ladybug, you are going to, let me think, at one o'clock, hmm, let me think how I would describe this. 
trying to think how my husband and I like went over this last night. Okay. So just like you had three little bumps on the bottom of the, um, the bumblebee, you're going to want to feel along the edge until you find three little bumps and sort of get them so where that they're down at, at six o'clock. After you do that, you're going to feel that up at one o'clock, it feels like a shape of a leaf. That's the wing of the ladybug. And then immediately to the left of that wing, you'll find like a little, a little point. So what I've done is I've put a piece of puff tape on each of the wings. And then I've put a piece of puff tape down at that bottom, which is the body or the legs of the ladybug, um, which is where I'm telling you, you should find those three bumps. I think this is probably the hardest part of this card is just figuring out which way that ladybug goes. If you want to, because it's more dimensional or um, you just like it better, you know, feel free to use that little ladybug that was in your Ziploc bag instead of this one. Again, it's gonna be more cartoony, but I mean, it just depends on what you're looking for in your card. Does anyone have any questions about determining which way this ladybug is going to go? Okay, all right. So if you all have that ladybug facing up the right way with the, the wing being sort of at one o'clock, feeling like a pointed oval, and then the three little bumps at the bottom, I have mine on my card. I peeled off the backing and I have mine on the card. It's going to go into that top right quadrant of the card with maybe like a finger space from the top and just a little bit of a quarter of an inch, half an inch at the most on the right of the card. And I just put it onto the top right corner of that flower. So it was overlapping that flower just a little bit. And I have it flying till like one o'clock. So it's sort of angled to the right just a little bit so that, that that little point that's next to the big wing is sort of flying towards the corner of the card, if that makes sense. If it doesn't, please. And again, my card doesn't have to look like your card, right? I mean, we know that you're gonna have the right side facing up because the tape was put on the back so that wasn't, you know, there was no chance of that. And as long as your elements fit on your card, that's the main thing you know we know that your saying is up, up the right way because of how we place the tape on the back so the other thing that's in your card um, in your packet for this card if you'll find it, it's a little ziploc bag and it has sequins in it they're kind of like an iridescent sort of opal looking um, sequin and if you're using double-sided sticky tape this is something that you might have to stick on later um, but if you're using like a stick glue, we can go ahead and stick those on. And there's no right or wrong way to stick those on. What you'd want to do is just, so it's going to feel like a bowl, right? That little sequin's going to have like a bowl in the middle. Um, and that's the side that you want facing you. So you could just put a little dab of glue onto the back of that sequin. And it really wouldn't matter whatever way. It's just going to make it stick better um, if you stick it on the convex, maybe. <laughs> The convex side of it, <laughs> um, the, the bumpy side of the bowl. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some different ways to describe it. And I just sort of put them on my card where I wanted them. So I have one like in that space, um, in that left-hand corner where there's some empty space. I just put a sequin there. Um, I put one down just above the scallops on the bottom left side of 
the card. And then I put one about three o'clock just under the ladybug. I put one there. So I just put three on mine because when I work on cards, I usually work in odd numbers. Um, when I do, hey, like, yes. I have, a, I have a question. I'm I'm back. I'm still back on the ladybug here. Okay. You said there was a piece of, you said there was a piece of puff tape on each wing. Yep. And then and one then, down on the body. That's okay. So the one that's the um the third one is actually the bottom of the ladybug kind of yes. facing yes. you. Okay. Yes. So when you're touching it, when you're feeling your ladybug, if you feel up at like one o'clock, do you feel something that feels sort of like a pointed yes. um, leaf or, okay, so that's yes. the right wing of the ladybug. Right. Gotcha. Right. And then next to that, there'll be like a little bump. That's sort of like, you know, the, where the antennas of the ladybug would be. Right. Or, you know, I don't know if they have antennas, but you know, that's like his little head there. Okay. So I just have it so that that leaf, mm -hmm. that leaf shaped wing is mm -hmm. um, pointing towards sort of, I don't know, that little, that little point in the middle where his head was is pointing towards like the corner of my card. So it's sort of gotcha. angled to the right just a little bit. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. And then you guys have that piece for the inside if you want that has those notched cut out corners. So again, if you want to run that through your brailler or you want to put it through your slate and stylus or maybe you just want to braille onto the card itself um, and not put that extra piece in. Okay. How's everyone doing? Okay. All right, so those are the two. Oh, hello. Anyone there? <laughs> okay. Oh, I you got guys stuck okay. on the phone, Haley, and I didn't get any of the instructions. <laughs> it's okay. Is this, who is this, Deanna? Deanna, yeah. Hey, Deanna, I wanted to call you anyway. So can I give you a call later on and maybe we can just go through it? Sure. Can you email I'm, me? Can you email me um, with your phone number? Let's see. I, let's see. I think I, um, you have your email in the, in the thing, don't you? Yeah, it's blindessentials at gmail.com. Right. I please yeah. remember if what If you it just was. email me your phone number, I wanted to call you about something else anyway. So we can just do a private class. Okay, thank you so much. I feel <laughs> terrible, but That's I got right. stuck no. on the phone with somebody and I didn't realize the time. She kept asking okay. questions and I... Not a problem. I'm just glad you're here. To not uh, be there when somebody wants to connect and, and seems yeah, to need sure. to talk. Yeah, that's important. And I'm here, so we can just do it together. That's not a problem. Okay, I'll go put okay. it on. I'll go get my computer and send okay. you a note right now. Perfect. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, hey, guys. So you, uh, yes? This is Neva Fairchild, and uh, I've been doing Stampin' Up! since um, 2002. Mm -hmm. no, 2001. And, um, That's longer than me, Neva. You should be teaching the class. <laughs> no, what I wanted to tell you was um, how uh, wonderful of a job you did with, with helping us by putting the dimensionals in specific places so we could identify <laughs> that kind of thing. It was, it was wonderful. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. That was the hardest part is, you know, like I'm going through it and I'm thinking, well, how are they going to know what's the back and the front of the card? I mean, not the card itself, but like, you know, the, the mat. And how are they going to know what's 
the front and back of the design. And so, I mean, I really had to think about it. And like I said, this is my first time doing this for my blind friends. And so there's lots of room for improvement. And I would love to hear from you guys either, you know, on here or in an email or, you know, whatever, but let me know how you think we can improve it because in moving forward, I'd really love to do like a holiday card class or um, little stocking stuffer type things. You know, we can incorporate some of the essential oils even into some of those to make the card scented or the project scented. Um, I think it would be a lot of fun, but I want it to be that it's enjoyable for you, not stressful. And that when you're done, you feel like you have the confidence to give your card away and that you're pleased with, you know, how it looks. So um, some of the things that I just wanted to go over with you guys before I just opened up for questions is um, there's so much that's already out there that you can utilize if you don't have all the cutting machines. So how I choose to cut my stuff is either um, I use punches, like the flowers that were punched out in your kit, the textured one and the flat one that we were gonna wet and texturize, those were punched out with, with punches. And that's something that is, you know, pretty easy to do. And punches can be bought through Stampin' Up or they can be, you know, Joann's, Hobby Lobby, they all have that kind of thing. Another way that you can cut out your pieces, which is what your flowers and your ladybugs, your beehive and all that were done on, is either using a big shot or a cuddle bug. And what happens is you have like this metal die that has sort of sharp, not sharp like you're going to cut yourself, but sharp enough to impress it onto your cardstock. You put it on into a machine that has like a roller and you turn the handle and as you have your die down and your piece of cardstock or paper on top of that die sandwiched between two hard plates, you roll that handle through and as it rolls through, it cuts that image out for you. And then there's also the Cricut and some of you might've heard about the Cricut. I have a super duper old style of Cricut, but nowadays they're very um, digital and I'm not sure how accessible I haven't tried them. Um, but those are just some of the ways that you can cut your pieces. Now to cut the shape of your mat that goes onto the front of your card, I actually found a set of dies and I can post that um, in, a, in a resource list. I actually found a set of dies that are all um, different sized rectangles. I found one that's different size squares and one that's different size circles. And I just use that biggest rectangle from that set to cut out that mat for the front of my card. And so that allows me to be independent with, with cutting that out. Um, but there's lots of ways to texturize things and we certainly could use more ribbons and buttons. And, you know, I didn't wanna make them too thick because if you're gonna mail this to a person, the thicker it gets when it goes through that machine at the post office, um, one, it might squish your product and two, it, they're gonna charge you more, right? These ones that we made today, um, unless you use the ladybug that came in your Ziploc bag, if you use that one, that's gonna make that card a little bit thicker. But all of the products that I used for the original idea of the card, these can just go into a, your envelope with a standard stamp on them. So, but I think I'm gonna open it up for questions because maybe there'll be some or comments, good or bad. I'm happy to listen and get your ideas on thoughts for moving forward and ways to make the cards um, easier to put together and more tactile or whatever, so. Okay, why don't we have people raise hands and I'll, I'll call along you when, when you raise your hand and you can ask your question. 
Wow, is there no questions? Not yet. Gosh, guys. That uh, I got one now. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Kayla. Yes, Miss Kayla. I didn't have a question, but I wanted to let you guys know that I used um, the flower and everything that came with the card. And I'm going to use the extra flower with the dot in the center and the texturized one and put them on the outside of the envelopes. Oh, I wanted Just to tell you guys. Just make a cute little decoration with them. Oh, speaking of that, Kayla, I'm glad you mentioned it. And I wish I had a set of eyes because my mom had talked about doing this for me. And then I, I had an appointment and I left her here. And I don't know if she did. But um, usually what I like to do on my, on my envelopes on the front of the envelope, I usually like to stamp an image in that bottom left corner that matches the, um, the idea of the card on the inside. So, she did. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, there's a bee on one and there's three little ladybugs on another. Okay, thank you. Because I asked her to and then I went to an appointment and when I got back, she was, you know, doing something else and I, I didn't ask her if she got a chance to do it. So yeah, so usually I like to do that. It just, to me, it's like a finishing touch. You know, it's a beautiful presentation, like right from the get-go to get a card that's got that little image stamped on the front of the envelope and then to open it up and it all matches inside. That's just me. Um, and like I said, I'm happy to put some resources, a list together for like the sticker maker is ideal and perfect if you have thin things that you just can't because um, using Elmer's glue that has a point I mean there's lots of glues that have like a point nozzle that you can actually you know put onto your piece but like Elmer's or something like that that's going to be super messy and the needle nose glues are really hard because it's such a fine tip so I in cases like that I like to run it through my Xyron machine and they're about the size of a um Gosh, help me out, Donna or Neva or someone. What if you know what a Zyron? You, Zyron. Yeah, you can get really tiny ones up to really good size ones. I have one that's pretty yeah. big, and you can get old tiny ones. Yeah, and I have four other hands up for you at least. Okay, good. Let's do it. All right, Catherine. Hey, Catherine. Are Hi. There? Hi. Hi. Uh, I love this class. It it really inspired me. Thank you so much to get back into card making. I would love to talk to you about um, resources and things like that beyond the resource list that you're gonna send out. So um, uh, should I just email you or email the list and have you email me back? Yeah, either, you know, why don't you email it to the list if it's not, you know, personal? And then that way everyone can see the response because maybe they're having the same questions. Okay, Does that this work? is wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so grateful that you joined me. All right, I have Thank Peggy you. Carpenter for you. Hey, Miss Peggy. How can I help you, Peggy? Sorry. Um, uh, I just wanted to say how much I enjoyed the class as well. And um, the only problem that I had was uh, with the glitter, but I'll work on that later. <laughs> but, oh, with uh, the sequins? sequins? Yeah, the sequins. Yeah, and you don't have to put um, those on. It's just an added right, little, right. you know, touch. Um, yep, and like yep. I said, but, if, you, um, if you're using double side tape, that's not going to work. But if you had like a stick glue or something, just yeah, hold it. I, what yeah. I do is I stick the stick the sequin to the the um, pad of my pointer finger, and then I just rub it over the um, stick glue, and then mm -hmm. sort of transfer it over to the card. 
Okay, I'll try that. But I just wanted to tell you, I thought you did a great job with the placement of the puff tape and everything for us to be able to, uh, you know, um, uh, put, you know, orient everything correctly and all that. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. I've been right, super nervous about it. <laughs> all right, we have Deborah wants to speak to you. Hi, Deborah. If you guys want them to be more tactile, more tactile, um, please, you know, let me know that feedback too. Um, we can use like glitter paper, which is definitely more tactile, and we can use more of the textured paper and the foam or the the um, dots. But are you there, Deborah? Yeah, I'm here. I just didn't oh. get my phone on. I had glue oh, stuck okay. to my finger from trying to oh, glue I'm... my sequence on, and so then when I tried to press on mute, it was like it wasn't no super working. No glue, I hope. So. No, no, it was just a glue stick. Okay. And, uh, anyway, no, I just I thought you did a really good job, and I really enjoyed the class, and I felt like you really you did a very good job of making it accessible when you can't see when with without vision, and. Thank you. Um, and I also would like to have, uh, to get some, re like the die cutters. Uh, the other thing that I'd like to learn to do is about embossing. That is something else that I would, that I would like. I have, you know, I have done a little bit a long time ago, but I, so I don't remember much about it, but that's a okay. nice way to make things textured. So. Okay. So, but thank yeah. you very much. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. You're welcome. Putting the kids Thanks together. For being on here. Absolutely. It, it, you know, I said to my mom at the beginning, I said, Hey mom, you know, can you come up for the weekend? Can you help me put these kids together? just you know for it speeding it along and I, she said how many do you think we need to do and i said i don't know maybe 10. 10 should be good 10 will be enough and and we ended up sending out 29 i think wow. <laughs> so i feel cool. very blessed thank you guys for giving me an opportunity to to do it for you guys all right no other hands right now and we have about 14 a little less okay. than 14 minutes okay so, um, so the little ladybug that you guys, some of you may have used, I'd be curious to know how many of you used the items in the Ziploc bag other than like what were in the envelope. Did any of you guys choose to go that route and use the things that were left in your Ziploc bag? Like so, I said, I just put them on the envelope. So I put okay. the, I put the textured flower with the little tiny ladybug on the outside of the ladybug one. Mm -hmm. And then the flower, the five petal flower with the black dot in the center on the bumblebee okay. one. Nice. Okay. Yeah, there's so many different ways to texturize things. Like I said, we can do, we can definitely do some embossing. And I originally had embossed the back of the ladybug card, you know, the actual piece that you glued on that big piece. Um, with the scalloped edge. I initially didn't scallop that edge and I embossed it. But because I was feeling so much of that texture in the background, it made it hard to feel um, where to line everything else up. So I'm going to play around with that some more and see what I can, what I can come up with. But, um, you know, in the store, there's so many things from, like I said, buttons and sequins to um, little brads that you can, you know, make the center of your flowers or the ladybug sticker was actually just a sticker that I bought from, um, where did I buy it from? Hobby Lobby. So it just came on a sheet of like 20 little ladybugs and, you know, you can use it like that. Um, I love to use um, like embossing um, powder too. So like if I were going to stamp a circle in the center of a flower or something like that, I could also, you know, emboss it 
so that you can feel that. And there's so many different embossing folders, you guys. And what it looks like, it looks like, it looks like what your card would look like. It looks like a book. And when you open up that book on the inside, there's the raised part of the embossing. And then there's the part that would have like the impression, which is on the other side. So that when you close them up, they sort of, um, sort of sit inside one another. But, and all you do is you put your piece of cardstock inside of that book. It's a hard plastic. So the piece that you're wanting to emboss and texturize, you just sit it down inside of that embossing folder. And then you run it through that machine that I talked about. And again, it could be a cuddle bug or a big shot. And um, whatever's on that embossing folder is the impression that you're going to get texturized onto your cardstock. So it could be a Christmas tree that takes up the whole card and then you could just embellish the Christmas tree. It could be like polka dots if you just wanted the whole back of your card to be like have a polka dot tactile um, feel to it. It can be leaves or flowers. It can be birthday candles or balloons. I mean, there's so many out there and there's just as many dyes and the dyes are really cool too because the same thing, you just put that down so that it's face down on your piece of cardstock. You sandwich it between these two hard, um, say like, I don't know if they're five by seven. I don't think they're quite that big, but you sandwich it between two of those plates and you know we could go over what plates to use if anyone has those machines. And then you just roll that handle and roll it through your machine, like an old washing machine or whatever, like how you wring it out when you were, if anyone's familiar with that, right? How it goes between those two wheels and sort of wrings it out. Um, it's like that. And so you just roll it through. And when you get to the other side, it, you have your cut out flower or your cut out balloon, or I have, um, I make a lot of cards. Well, not anymore, but I used to make a lot of cards when I was the sunshine person for our, um, local guide dog users of Washington state. You know, people are always getting new guide dogs, retiring dogs. Sadly, the dogs pass away. Um, and I have dyes that are labs. And so it's fun to kind of either make them a yellow lab or a black lab. And sometimes I use velvet to give them texture. And sometimes I use felt to give them texture. And you can run them through and you can put little rhinestones around the neck for the collar. Um, there's all sorts of really fun ways to make your cards um, pertinent to the person that's receiving them and making them tactile. And um, again, we could in the future, if you like the words in braille on the back of the card so that you, it doesn't interfere with the front and you, but yet you know what card you're reaching for, let me know. And if you would prefer it, the braille to actually be on the front of the card on top of the saying itself, um, you know, let me know that too. But a lot of times, you know, that's a lot of, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a lot of real estate to do it on the front of a card. Oftentimes where your saying is, isn't gonna be that big. But hey, we hey, like, yes. I have another a person has her hand up for another quick question. Yes. Uh, Nita. Hello. Hi, Nita. Uh oh, make sure you're unmuted, Nita. Neva, I think. Neva, I'm, I Neva? said her name wrong. Oh, I, Neva? Oh, Neva. I put her name wrong. I'm sorry. It's Neva. There we go. Sorry. That's I, okay. uh, Thank um, you. I just wanted to uh, add that um, I use repositionable squares that are, um, I think they're like half inch by half inch. And if you need to put them on something that's smaller, you can fold them on ha in half and they stick to each other. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I, I used to use the repositionable, but, but the cards fall apart too easily. 
Right. So I use the permanent nail, but I also place my um, items, get my, you know, like my uh, card front centered on the card base so that my mm -hmm. borders are all even. And then I hold it down with one hand and I slip corners of, of uh, adhesive under the, under the four corners of the thing so that I'm not peeling up and, and taking off and everything. Right. Um, do you do you use Tombow or something, Neva? Ever like yes. with Tombow, the tape runners? Uh, no, not very often. No. Okay, because I, I was using those, but they maker. fall apart after time. Like I find that if you use the tape yeah. runners, and I have them down in my scrapbook room, and when if it gets cold, and I've gone down there, you know, to get a card, like over time, those tape runners I found um, sort of the cards fall apart. That's why I like the double-sided tape um, or the stick yeah. glue. But yeah, they, so there was a time where that I not long ago. The, yeah, the braille messages on the front of the cards, and I love your idea of putting it on the back, so it helps me know what kind of a card this is and which way to write in it, because I'm real right. bad about that. Right. Um, okay, that's something it, I hadn't thought about, but that's good. Yeah, and and I have a uh, I have a stamp that I'm going to put on the back of these two cards that I've made that okay. says "Handmade by Neva." And right. Uh, because uh, a lot of people like there's there's these you know handmade card stamps, but then you're supposed to like sign your name or put your initials. Yeah, that never turns out well for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, Haley, you but, have about uh, six minutes if you want to do a closing comment. Okay. So I just I'm so grateful that you guys you know gave me the chance to do the class today because it really is what I love. I mean I've been my you know scrapbooking and card making for a very long time. I love it. I think people feel very blessed to know that they've gotten a handmade card. And if you price what a card is at the store, and I'm not talking about the dollar store, I'm talking about Walmart or Hallmark or something. I mean, cards can be like up to $8 a piece and that's crazy. And so to give someone a card that you've actually handmade, and especially right now, the opportunity to say thank you to someone who like might be helping you get your groceries or taking you to doctor's appointments or, you know, just giving you a call to check in on you or whatever that is. We all need to sort of, you know, make sure that we're thanking those people and being very gracious to them for the help that they're giving us. So, um, and it's nice too, like, you know, as we do these, maybe you don't want to give them away. Maybe you keep one for yourself. So you have samples to go by later on. I sometimes do that, but maybe as we do it, you know, keep one or two of them. And at Christmas time, we could decorate a box that you put the cards in and you actually, you're giving the cards as a gift. So they have them to write out when they need cards. So there's lots of ways to use them. It was a lot of fun. I was a little biased because I call my daughter Ladybug and I call my son Brayden B. So I was a little biased in how I went with the cards this time, but it's summer and I think it was appropriate. And um, please reach out to me or Kayla or Melanie, you know, Courtney, um, you know, any of us to let me know if you'd like to do more of the classes and if you have any suggestions and moving forward, I have some fun ideas. So if you guys are up for it, I'd love to do it again. And if you want a kit and you didn't get a kit, I have three or four left. So just reach out to me at blindessentials at gmail.com and, uh, and we can talk about getting you a kit if you actually want to make one and didn't have it today. So did a Kayla, great job. Thank you, guys. Are we good, Kayla? Mika, how'd you do? Um, I'm going to have to go back through the recording. 
<laughs> okay, or call me. <laughs> or call you. You say thank you, Haley. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kayla, for letting me do it. Anytime, we would love to have you back. Um, I thought this was an amazing project. I think you did an amazing job putting it together and explaining it. Um, I, I don't even have any tips or tricks or anything to. You did a great job, so. Thank she you. Did. We would love to do them again. I, I know I do anyways. I'm talking as all like 29 people here. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it again. So, <laughs> um, Guys, I'm right, so great. blessed. I'm so grateful. Thank you, everyone. And have a fantastic week. And I'll see some of you on the community calls. All right. Take Absolutely. Good. Thank, okay, you thank you very you, much, everyone. Haley. I, I, also, I friended you on Facebook so I can talk to you some more. Okay. I'll look for you. All right. Perfect. Excellent. Okay, Bye, blessings, everybody. everyone. Bye.